0: It's the Melanin Queens. Wait, girl, who's that? Here's your host, Maria Michelle Lee, and Miss Sister Queen, Kim Ann Wilson, breaking down the misconceptions of how women treat each other and highlighting their royal beauty. Hey, hey! We are here, the Melanin
1: Queens. Yes! Yes, welcome to episode 12, Mindful Wellness. Mm. And today we have the beautiful, wonderful Janice Warehoun with us. And she's going to speak on mindful wellness. And we'll go a little bit more into how she'll speak on these topics. But I'll give a little bit of backstory. So I personally met Janice at a networking event. Right, Janice? Mm-hmm. Yes. So right?
2: So uh, inspired Ladies, or something like that. That's right.
1: right. Something inspired ladies, and we left very uninspired. That's right. (laughs) So, you know, it was one of those things where you went to the event hoping to get something from the event itself, but you left with even something even greater by connecting with the right person. So, it was like that. We're super proud that we attended the event, we paid for it, attended, and we left. You know, meeting each other and now having this flourishing relationship blossom. Yes. So Janice is a registered social worker and attained her Master of Social Work at the University of Victoria, majoring in counseling and trauma treatment. Her most current employment before the Burnout Queen was a mental health therapist. Prior to leaving the corporate world, Janice acknowledges she was on the path to burnout. Her personal and professional experience, along with proven strategies, guide clients to overcome burnout symptoms without quitting their jobs. That's amazing. Janice, thank you. Thank you for starting the Burnout Queen. Thank you so much for being considerate of, you know, your, your mindfulness and your wellness to, 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 to be able to go out and say, you know what, I'm going to leave this job because I'm realizing it's leading me down a path that I know I cannot get up mm-hmm. from right? So good on you for that, Janice, and thank you for joining us today.
0: Oh, thank you. Yes, (laughs) thank you for joining us, Janice, and of course with May being, um, you know, Mental Awareness Month. I We love the fact that you could take time out of your very fulfilling, abundanceful schedule to sit and record this episode with us today. Um, we are excited for you to share. So share your story, Janice. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. How did you begin?
2: Well, as you know, I was working as a mental health therapist, and at the time, I didn't even realize that I was experiencing burnout. Uh, I just thought that, uh, you know, maybe I was getting older, or this or that, or the other thing, and I really didn't recognize any of the symptoms until I got out of the job situation and was able to kind of look at things from the outside rather than being right on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I think it gives people a better perspective when you can see that, uh, you know, the symptoms I was experiencing, a lot of my colleagues were experiencing as well too, you know, the feelings of being underappreciated, never achieving the amount of work that you wanna do, feeling like you just don't wanna be in the job anymore, constantly tired, so, I wanted to start the burnout queen because I wanted to share that with other people that may be having the same experiences and don't realize that they could be heading down the path to burnout.
0: Mm. Wow. Wow. And how long has the burnout queen been up and running?
2: Well, the idea started to formulate last July, but it actually got off the ground in about October because Mm. again, at the time I was working full time and for most of us we love our jobs and i really did love the people that i was working with i love the clients i was working with so that was a hard decision to leave and you know again for most of us we can't afford to just put our job permanently and start into self-employment so it was one of those gradual transitions where i wanted to get recognized and then start out on my own so it's taken about six months
1: Okay. I have a question. So like, you know, Janice, I know you are a social worker and I know those kind of jobs and industry is heavy in terms of, um, um, mental load, right? Like what's mm-hmm. your welcome, what you have to say regarding, you know, other professions, like someone who just sits on the computer all day, um, an admin versus a social worker. Do you find they experience burnout as well?
2: Oh absolutely, Uh, I think with any kind of helping profession one of the keys is that they also experience the compassion fatigue Mm -hmm. because you get very connected with the clients and even with the colleagues that you work with but that doesn't mean that someone working in an admin position uh, doesn't experience burnout as well too because I think that uh, you know there's a lot of pressures of taking on more responsibility with less resources and there's just that expectation that when someone leaves, the position is filled right away and people are expected to
0: take on more and more and more. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. And um, how do you think like the change of market? So basically we just went through um, an election. We know that there's gonna be some cutbacks. Um, job positions, um, you know, uh, promotions that may not be there because the budget's no longer there, but yet they're being promoted by paper only, but not by pay. How Mm -hmm. are those things, you know, uh, like can affect, you know, your mindset? How, how are those triggers to create stress as well? Absolutely. Whenever there's any kind of stress or any kind of
2: change, it's always uncertain. And again, with the government, for example, uh, as you know, in Alberta, we've just got a conservative government. So there's the mindset now that there is going to be a lot of cutbacks, that people could be losing their jobs. Like 20 years ago when they had uh, the conservative government with Ralph Klein, a lot of people lost their jobs. And so I think that there is a lot of worry about what's going to happen. And where the stress comes in is there's going to be more pressure put on people because there's that fear. If I don't take on the extra responsibilities, I'm going to lose
0: my job. Mm -hmm. True. True. Wow. Wow. So, So, Janice, share with us. How, how, what are some tips to know, or what are the triggers to know that you're feeling a change that's coming on and it may not be too good for me? And so, what are the things that we need to look out for? Well, some of the things that uh, I
2: found uh, triggered me was uh, the fact that I was just constantly tired. Before I started my job, I had a lot of. Um, energy and enthusiasm, and I could make it through the week, and I had a positive attitude, but I found that as time went on, Usually by about Wednesday, I was just totally wiped and I was physically and emotionally exhausted. So that was one of the keys for me. The other thing that I found was um, my attitude has really kind of deteriorated. I was getting to the point where I was starting to get a lot of negativity. I didn't want to be in this job. I was critical of my coworkers. Um, And it was just, again, a negativity And I guess the third thing that I noticed um, in hindsight now was uh, my coworkers were feeling the same way. And I think that sometimes that you can experience that kind of like a vicarious trauma. When other people are negative and they have a negative attitude, it's like a cancer and it really spreads. And I really didn't realize that I was developing this until I got out of the situation. A lot of people think, too, that... um, oh, if you just take a vacation, that's going to help. But really, a week or two of vacation really doesn't help because you come back to the same situation, and a lot of times the employer hasn't uh, hired anybody to fill your position. So all you're coming back to is two weeks of uh,
0: extra work that you're expected to catch up on in the next day or so very true very true i mean stress you know a lot of things can trigger the things um uh that can push change your mindset uh, and not for the good so we talked about the market we talked about um you know uh, stress in our workplaces and stress can that added stress in our personal lives on top of everything else Mm -hmm. uh, can wreak havoc on our system as well. Um, We know it's, you know, Queens, today we're talking about mental or mindful wellness, Mm -hmm. with it being um, Mental Awareness Month. Uh, As women, we wear so many hats. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if we're not mothers, we could be, um, you know, caring for our parents, we could be caring for our grandparents, we could have um, a child that, you know, spends time with us from day to day, many other things. Um, and of, of course, being of support for our significant others. Mm-hmm. What are the things that we could do to say, okay... I gotta hit pause here I need to close my door for a moment um, I, I need to take a nap or what are the kind kind things that we can do for ourselves before things start to spiral out of control and we start yelling that it's just too much well you know for me there's two things that
2: come to mind right off the bat and one is self-care Mm-hmm. And that can be things, like you say, just taking a little bit of a break, uh, doing things that we enjoy that are not work-related, things that kind of can kind of recharge our batteries, so to speak. The other thing that comes to mind for me, in hindsight, again, is setting boundaries. And uh, before I left, I, I realized now that I probably could have been better at doing that because I got into a habit, again, of... Um, You know, working over my lunch hour, uh, sitting at the computer all the time, lunch hour, because I wanted to catch up. I wanted to get this done, to keep on top of things. And my boss would come in and she'd say, oh, could you do this little job for me? And then this little job turned out to be a huge job. Or I would get into work in the morning and I wouldn't even, I'd just be opening the door and I'd have patients outside the door, you know. Oh, can you help me with this? Help me me with that? And I'm, yeah, just a minute. I had not even got my coat off. So in hindsight, I think that that's really important is to be able to set boundaries and not feel guilty about it and to do some things that are self-care that are non-work related. Uh,
0: Yeah, so that's things like going out for a walk, uh, Mm -hmm. exercising, setting up your exercise routine, ladies. I mean, like, are we still, this might sound like a little, uh, I haven't checked in a while, but as women, are we still outnumbering the men when it comes to strokes? No? I think so. I think it's probably more prevalent in
2: women. And again, um, there's a real stigma with uh, acknowledging that you experience workplace burnout, particularly for men, I think, because it's seen as a sign of weakness. Again, I think women are still viewed, in some sense, as being the weaker sex. So if a woman was to say, oh, I'm experiencing burnout, or even as a joke, it wouldn't be taken seriously as if a man was to say, oh, I'm just so burned out. So there, I think there is that um, sex stereotype when it comes to that in the workplace. Because,
1: because too, I think women, we're seen as the super, super woman, right? We're, we're seen as the stronger, the one mm-hmm. that should hold all the weight, you know, you should take care of the home, you should take care of your job, you should take care of yourself, you should take care of your kids, Right? And most oftentimes for the men, we see them as okay, his main thing is to be at work. Right? That's how you see him. When he comes home, you're not expecting him to do much of anything really um, to help out here and there, yes, but Mm -hmm. not to really take on any huge, um, you know, reoccurring responsibilities in the home. And I say that too because I find, you know, being that we're talking about mindfulness and um, wellness. Um, we need to also remember that other queen, right? Make sure you're reaching out to a strong queen of yours. You're, 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 you know, someone who's a badass. She's great at what she does. She's always on the go. She's a go-getter. You know, people talk about how she's so empowering. She's so inspiring. She's always, um, she's so determined. And she's working on this, working on that, and it's coming through for her. Make sure you're checking on her, because we have that stigma, right, like, mm-hmm. that. You know, you're, you're expected to take care of all these different things, mm-hmm. but no one's checking in on her to see how she's doing mentally, right? How can we help her? How can mm-hmm. we offer support? Reminding her that she needs to take a break. Reminding her that she needs to go mm-hmm. for a walk, like Maria said. Reminding her to mm-hmm. turn her phone off, right? Relax, have a nice bath with a glass of wine or a cup of tea, whatever is your, your what your, mm-hmm. walks your boat, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. relax. Be present in where you are in this mm-hmm moment and let everything go from your mind and just be present. Like I remember once before someone I remember with, with, with men, I think um a study was done and they were put in a room and asked and be asked to, to think about nothing. Just sit in the room and think of nothing. And the men did it. They they sat in the room and they came in okay what are you thinking about? Nothing. How do you think about nothing? As women, it's so impossible for us to literally think about nothing. I've tried it Mm -hmm. so many times to sit and physically, actively, and intentionally think about nothing. It's crazy because as soon as you start, for me, how I think about nothing, I I picture myself in a room painted black, four walls black, pitch black, doors closed. I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm in this dark abyss. To me, it's an abyss because everything's just black. And I try to just sit there and be in that room. That's me thinking of nothing, right? I have to create. I have to create something to be in it, mm-hmm. to be nothing. And I think they, um, in the study, they asked the men to then invite their wives in that nothingness. And they did. And apparently, the, uh, in the study, the wives started to put to put um, pictures on the walls and, you know, create windows and <laughs> created all these <laughs> Completely defeating the purpose of that nothingness state of mind. Yeah. Right? So, you know, for me, I just want to leave that with you, Queens. You need to sometimes just literally schedule it if you need to in your calendar to do nothing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. It is true, though. I mean, like... Let's get real. It's just that we have, for for centuries, it feel it. Well, I don't know. I haven't been around for centuries, but um, <laughs> but we have been told for so long that you know the women we should be cooking, cleaning, giving birth, uh, and then then you know something changes, and now we can go to work. But yet, you're still cooking, cleaning you know, whatever, being the mom that sits down and does her homework and, and all of that lot. We have to be everything to everyone, and it can be a lot. It can be a lot. Um, there was a time, I think it was just after I had surrea I um, had the worst postpartum depression um, ever, and mine d- went into a reverse, though. It wasn't where I was sad. I was Quickly um, angered. I was easily angered. Uh, <laughs> and my temper was short. And um, I knew in my mind that I'm like, listen, I have to do something to save myself. And, you know, having many conversations with my husband, uh, this has to be literally a 50 50 down <laughs> the middle partnership because, or else this isn't going to go <laughs> well. Um, so I'm really thankful for my husband because my husband can do laundry, my husband can cook, my husband can clean, my husband has taken kids to their activities and picked them up. Um, my husband understands that I'm highly a creative person mm-hmm. and that needs to be nourished more than often uh, because if it's if it is not then things start to go sideways and Mm -hmm. it it is not a good place to be and so i i want to be able to start sharing with women that you know what you need to in order for you not to have a burnout or sometimes getting to the burnout Mm -hmm. is the blessing that's how you're going to realize Mm -hmm. that you know something really needs a lot of help we have to have the conversation. We're not having the conversation. Like Kim, you said earlier. You know, let's make sure we're checking in on our other queens. Well, our queens will only tell us, tell you what they want, you, what they want you to hear. Sometimes you have breaking a queen down to say, I need help here is a lot more mm-hmm. than just checking in, right? So many of us hold so much in and then we're going to work and then we're caring for somebody mm-hmm. else and then we're managing our bosses that, you know, really you should sure. be able to manage yourself um, or the, the term, you know, work wife or what have you, because... But you know they can't manage either and it's like we have to have the conversation and sometimes we're not going to have to deliver it pretty sometimes you're going to have to come out and say listen i'm about to crack a brain here and whatever happens is not going to be good mm-hmm. so it's either i get my self-help and if it and if it's at the risk of my job well it's okay As I am more valuable than what this job can offer me, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, 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 that's true. You know, go ahead, go ahead, Janice. Yes. So on the back of what Maria is saying, you know, as a as an individual, you identify that you need the help. You identify that you know you're you're behaving in a way that's not you. Mm -hmm. So you're you're slowly realizing that you need help. This is what's happening to me. I need to to get back to being myself. Okay, is this what burnout is? How do you help your clients? Like, what do you do for people like Maria, who's realized that something's got to give here?
2: Well, I think that there's a couple things that came to mind when Maria was talking. Number one is, I think that um, as women, we have so much on our plate. You know, to sit in a room and just do nothing, I don't know about you guys, but my mind is just racing because I'm Mm -hmm. doing this, doing that, everything else in my mind, even though I'm trying to sit quietly. The other Uh, segment I think too is um, the uh, stay at home moms. I think there's a misconception that stay at home moms just stay at home and play with the kids all day and somehow magically everything kind of gets done. But coming back to your question about what to do I think the first and most um, important thing is just to open up the dialogue and to talk about it because you're right. You know, it's one of those things that, uh, isn't uh, talked about. If you don't talk about it, you're not going to be able to come up with some solutions for the problem. So that's the big thing is just to acknowledge that, uh, you know, maybe this is happening and it's not something that you need to be ashamed of because I think that burnout in a sense is a shame based feeling. It's a sign of weakness and, uh, you know, we need to overcome that and realize that uh, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a situation that occurs, and it can easily be overcome.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Janice, so for a listener, for a queen that's listening to our to our podcast, they're like, you know what? I really, I would need some help. So, Janice, what mm-hmm. do you offer your clients? How would you help someone experiencing burnout?
2: Well. What I would like to do, first of all, is uh, I I offer new clients a 15-minute free complimentary session. Because I think that in order to work uh, with a coach, you need to know, first of all, whether or not you're going to be able to relate to that person without making any kind of long-term commitments. So I would just encourage people to contact me either on my website, which is www.theburnoutqueen.com, or give me a call. Just contact me and take advantage of the 15-minute complimentary coaching session. And then during that time, we'll come up with an action plan
1: that uh, you'll when you leave that you'll actually have some strategies that you can use. That's awesome. Thank you, Janice. And I know for you queens listening to our podcast, you can definitely find Janice on the website that she just quoted. It's going to be in the descriptions below as well. So you can hop on over to her website that way and get connected with her. And for, as a bonus Queens, Janice is offering all you lovely ladies, a free ebook, um, tips to avoid burnout. And yes, you can get that, um, from us, from her, um, tips to avoid burnout. So check that out. And she is the burnout queen, ladies, taking you from burnout to breakthrough. Uh, you can find Janice on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook and LinkedIn at Janice Weirman for LinkedIn and for Facebook and Instagram, The Burnout Queen. Links are all in the descriptions below. So mm-hmm. Janice, thank you for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you on. Thank you. It was a pleasure speaking to you too. Wonderful.
0: Amazing.
1: Thanks. Yes. Thanks, Maria, you
0: too. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And then for us queens, thank you for joining us today. Please do leave your comments, your share, like, please leave a review. We will give a shout out to a queen that leaves a review so that you know we saw your review and we want to give you a shout out for it. So leave us a review on iTunes if you found this episode beneficial. And Queens, we have a contest running. Yes. So if anyone can tell us the color of the mug that Maria drank from during this episode, then you will receive a free ebook from us. Maria, what's our free ebook?
0: Our free ebook is
1: Kim, you caught me off guard. How to live? How to be <laughs> your authentic self?
0: Now. Right? Yes. I'm sorry. I have a yes. lot on my mind right now. No excuses. I have a lot on my mind. I was just about to experience the burnout. <laughs> <laughs> Janice
1: saved you. Janice saved you. Thank you, Berto. Yeah,
0: thank you. <laughs> so no, yeah. our lovely book. Our lovely book has tips in there about being bold, living your best life. There is homework in that book. It is a very valuable, sustainable book. You have to check out our
1: ebook. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you'll find our the details on and De Queens website at DemelinQeens.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook as TheMillionQueens.com and obviously right here on YouTube. So like, share, comment, and please subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you can find out when new episodes are released. And subscribe to our mailing list as well so you can get an update on that. So once again, thank you, Queens, for joining us today. And we are out. Bye.
0: Bye. We're all
1: royalty. Fix another Queen's crown. And when you do
0: it, Do it in private. Until next time, girls.